You leave when you need to leave. Ashley now knows why. Fuck Neil Gaiman. 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 Oh, sorry. I I didn't. What are you guys talking about? I was just reading a book of short poems. Let's not. Um, Oh, yeah. It's so much better now. Fuck Neil Gaiman. I, I, in between. Fuck Chris Betts. Fuck Chris Betts. We just had like a 10 minute break in between recording the shows. Um, No, sorry. This is Wednesday. Um, But since Sunday, uh, I got halfway through doing my makeup for the show that I'm going to do. (laughs) (laughs) So I literally have my eyebrows on, and that's about it. Are you going to do your makeup throughout the show? Are we going to I mean, I makeup? could. Makeup It's Wednesday. I've got a new shirt on. Yeah, Wednesday's for makeup. Little Ashley theme as we're getting the makeup ready. Ashley, what show are you teching today? Are you teching just the I'm standard? I'm performing on the Suck stand. Man. It's my first weekend at the stands. Oh, are you hey, that's are awesome. You- let me ask you yeah. this. Do the stands still do those insane, weird slot titles like open middle support? Your no. closed local support middle. Oh my God. They had the weird. I haven't, terms. I haven't seen anything like that, but um, that doesn't Previous. mean they don't do it, I guess. Previous um, administration. Thank Felique. It was just so confusing. I. Wow. Yeah, it's my first weekend at the stand. It's a fun lineup. Billy Kirkwood's hosting. We love a bit of Billy. Um, Chris Forbes is opening, Amy Matthews is on, and headliner is Tom Rigglesworth, who I've never met or encountered before, but he is an absolute darling. I really, really like him. Um, Yeah, Tom's a sweetheart. We got inordinately drunk last night. Yeah. (laughs) Really, really drunk. I had very hungover diarrhea this morning. You're not allowed to read what's in the private chat out loud. Oh, well, yes, that's that's the whole function of the private chat. But I want everyone who is not listening on the video, you want to go to the video for this Wednesday's episode, head to two minutes and 18 seconds, and I want you to look at Ashley's face. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> this. <laughs> oh. oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Um, okay, noted, but, but so, no, yeah, yeah, look at the blush, look at her face go red. I love that you know that that's the kind of information I like to have, so <laughs> yeah. it's, it's an important thing for that situation, you know what I'm saying? Let me yeah. ask you this. Uh, you know what's crazy about British stand up comedy? I have played, after tonight, uh, actually, you and I will have played the Edinburgh stand the same amount of times. What? I've done it Really? I've played it. No. crazy. I've done, is I've that done, because the money is terrible? No. So you don't go? <laughs> never would put me at the Edinburgh stand. They'd always be like Glasgow a million times. It was weird. Um, and yeah, I only play, ever played this it. This is the Edinburgh one. This is the Glasgow one. Oh, a thousand okay. Sorry, I for some reason thought you were going to the I Edinburgh. live in Glasgow. I know, but you always are going to the Edinburgh stand, so in my mind it was the Edinburgh stand. Oh, Glasgow stand? The best. Glasgow well, stand is great. Glasgow so stand fun. is my new home, and I love it there. All of my colleagues are class. Um, they're just, it, oh, I just love working there. It's really, really excellent. One Good. of, if not the best room for stand, is the best stand-up comedy mm-hmm. room in the UK. 
And I yeah. would put it up there in the world. It is because it should not work with the way the bar it is. It shouldn't work, but oh, it does. So good. So yeah. fucking good. Right. And don't I am I am actually anything. going to do my makeup while we're talking. Yeah. <laughs> it means like it means I cannot see you. Um you're very blurry to me now. But oh, uh, wow. don't worry, my camera know. will go out of focus. Um let me ask you this about the um uh the Glasgow stand. Is Martin Moore still playing there like nine every like every six? I have six no weeks? idea who that is. I've never you don't know who Martin person. Moore no. is? Oh my Ooh. god. Martin Moore is a large, he's a big former circus northern irish man with a big beard and most mm -hmm. of his act is point if you are two women sat at a table and you're in the front row get ready to find out that you guys as it turns out are lesbians are you two lesbians? <laughs> oh my god oh Lord. my god that's but he's very terrific. very fun energy great energy real nice nice chat in the green room but just i mean if you're gonna be an old school homophobic misogynist you may as well be fun about it I right. Play, I, I don't. I don't even think he's an old school misogynist homophobe. I just think he thinks he's like I can get away with that. You know what I mean? Like he's just one of those guys. You know what I mean? Okay. I can. Do I've, I've never encountered him. That's mad. I think you really like him. I think you really like him. Yeah, he's, he's very likable. Yeah. Right. So what we've just done is our primer. <laughs> I'm not gonna give you guys a makeup tutorial. It's just gonna happen Ooh. while you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> what? I, uh, Tom. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, Tom, Tom Rigglesworth said something uh, when I first worked with him at the Glee in Nottingham. Name dropper. Um, and uh, it was dropper. really funny because we'd never worked together before. And he said something that could have been condescending, but was actually like he was being thoughtful, where he was, he, he sort of, I was middling and he's like, Are you, have you played rooms this size before? And that can be a real dick thing to say, but I knew that he was saying it because he's there is a different way of engaging with yeah. like a larger room than there is with a smaller room. Um, and he was like, we were getting along and he just wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to drown out there. Oh, and that's, that's like kind of nice. Yeah, there was there was a it, I, I was just like, yeah, yeah, I have. He's like, oh, OK, cool. I just I just wanted to check. And um, that's like that's a tough that's a tough line to walk to get that across the first time. Yeah. That you know that they're actually trying, like, not trying to be a dick, especially if you're British, you just come across as a dick generally. And so, uh, yeah, I like I like Tom. I like Tom for that. Also, he's a good hang, especially he's at just, the yeah, he's a bit of crack. The Nottingham Glee is a real motherfucker of a club. I love it, but it is tricky as shit to play. Mm -hmm. It doesn't exist anymore. Uh, what really? Yeah, they closed the building. They're getting a new uh, home. Okay, yeah, it doesn't exist. That's a shame. Oh. Chris, we made, let me just be clear. We are not the smartest people. We left, I I feel I left the, that island more at the right time, but the mm -hmm. fact that we both left, right move. Anyone who's yeah. in the UK, here's my advice, leave. I keep meeting <laughs> Canadians who are moving out there, and I and I don't, you know when you want to like dissuade someone from something, but you also don't want to shit on their dreams? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, very thin line to walk, but I'm just like, okay, well, you know, it's like, do you have any tips? So it's like, uh, don't, don't. Yeah. Uh, um, but like just there's fewer clubs and there's more comics and it's very difficult a uh, train it, a train will cost as much as your rent uh oh, so yeah. you know just just know these things going out there and there's only like there's a couple erica eller is doing really well i think yeah. mm -hmm. um but great. she was she 
she was also out there before, like pre-pandemic, because yeah, uh, she, so she there... 2018 is when she got here. Kate Barron, I think, got here in 2018 or 2019. Like some yeah. people, but yeah, no, I don't. Like just the difference in what it was. Like the same amount. There's more as many opportunities in Canada, it seems, than there are in the UK, which is an indictment of the United <laughs> Kingdom. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, well, you know, Canada's got the hangover cure comedy show. So <laughs> we're here to make careers. So Chris, many, um, so, Chris, now that you are a comedy club promoter, what weird. Okay, so are you going to have a um, uh, labyrinth like showcase system to get spots? Do you know what I'm saying? Are you yeah, gonna I'm going to absolutely leverage my power. Um, I'm going to make it really difficult. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, you know, you're great. I just don't, I don't think, I don't know if you're ready for this opportunity. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's a really good one. I, uh, I also always like the uh, show the comedian a list of people that are on the show and go, which one of these people would you like to replace? Oh, the classic comedy store. Great. Yeah. Great and stuff. Always, I still can't remember who it is. What's, I wanna... Okay. Walk me through that. I don't, I've never encountered that. So never, what used to happen is, what, what's the name of the, the guy that started the comedy store again? John Ward, Don? apparently, to more Don than a few people, will, what he would do is sort of a, like, cat, get the cut of your jib, is he would mm. show you a lineup and go, who on this lineup do you think you're funnier on than and can replace? Like, okay. kind of a, like, 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 kind of a, like, you're not good enough, like, this is the standard? Yeah. And someone responded to that. Well, just don't book me that weekend. Give me a weekend when those people aren't on, and then I'll take one of those spots. <laughs> and I have always been like, that's the funniest fucking answer. Like, and if by the way, he better have booked that person. Like, I would have been like, that's how you get booked right there. Yeah. That's how you do it. That's um, great. But yeah, also, that's- like it's it's a it's a dick thing to do, but it's also not wrong. Because that is how yeah. you book people. You try to book like the funniest people, and sometimes people get bumped because their act gets worse, or some people get better. And so it's not far off how booking de- genuinely works. But the thing is, is also in Britain, is people literally thought of it like a unionized wage. Like the story of the last ten years of my comedy career, a portion of it is being told by a lot of people. Well, this isn't fair, and then me going. Where was the meeting where show business was fair? Where was that meeting? I would like yeah. to know yeah. when when was the liars meeting? Because yeah. like what are you fucking talking about? Like the, also what's fair? Nothing I mean, in life is fair. Also, it, it would no, it just means why isn't it used to be easy for me, why isn't it easy for me now? Or why do they get that and I don't get it? It's always what that is. And it's like, well, yeah, but uh, but in that in that way of like like yeah, 100% like show business is not fair at all. Uh but not, nothing is. There isn't a single industry where it's like, oh, the right people got all the opportunities. That's great. Like, that's not a thing. And it's okay to be, like, mad about it and try to fix it. But to complain about it is that's the thing. silly. It's also, like, I'm so happy that the comedy store is not a terrifying thing now for open spots where, like, you're essentially, like, psychological warfared by the bouncers and shit like that. Like, it used to be oh, so, heard- so yeah, fucked up. Like, you'd have to they wait. were always really nice to me. Me too. That, you know. Well, no, that's not, they were not nice <laughs> yeah. to me at the beginning, and they're now very nice to me. And I don't think that they've connected the dots, and I'm just not going to connect the dots. <laughs> I think they think of me as the guy who showed up for his first spot uh, on a paid weekend and forgot his bike lock and said, I got to bring the bike into the uh, into the club. And they were like, just leave it on the street. We'll watch it. And I'm like, 
I'm not leaving my bike on the street so you guys can watch it get stolen. Like, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. And yeah. No. When, whenever when I was in the comedy store, they were always like nice. They weren't necessarily warm, but they were always nice. You're past at the store, yeah? No. Madness. So easy. Go yeah. back and just get past at the store. That could happen in two seconds. Ashley, have you done an open spot at the store yet? No. Are you going to do the gong show? Do the Chris, have you done the gong show? I've never asked you this. I refuse to do the gong show. Man, I don't want to do a gong show. Ashley, what if we arrange for the Trogies to be in the audience of the gong show and we rig it? I mean, I just, oh. that's off the top of my head, but we absolutely can do that. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> then I might do the gong show just because that would be quite funny. Oh my god! I've never thought about that. That would be very fun. Of just stack the Gong Show with just just pay two hundred people to go. <laughs> that well, that's what used to happen in um, that's what used to happen in like new act competitions. Used to. Is, what are you talking about? Used. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure it still does. I just still happens. I, I I haven't been to one in in years. So but, is, uh, yeah, your experience when you did them was. Yeah. So, so when I, yeah, I remember there was this, there was this one guy, Dimitri something. I don't think he does stand up anymore. Um, he like stat every single heat stacked the room and then he got to the final and had like a bad time because he was new and he wasn't very good. And I remember I saw him, I saw him a few years later and we were out. It was like me, him, Adam Rowe, someone else. And we were walking somewhere and he sort of, he, he, pulled up next to me as we were all walking and he's like, I really, you know, I've, I've, I've been thinking a lot about that final that we were in. Uh, I think it was Leicester square or something. And he's like, I really, I just realized that like, you know, I was really cocky and I didn't, I didn't really have any business being there. And I don't know what he was expecting me to say, but I was a little drunk and I was like, yeah, yeah we all knew that. Yeah. I was about to do that. <laughs> oh, no. oh, Who was great. in your Leicester square final? Were you the Tim Renko year? No, I was the year after that. Who won your year? Did you win? Joshua Ross. What? Who? Yeah. Jo what? Who was right? Joshua what? Ross had the set of a lifetime. He what? destroyed. He did so. After he came up, like going in, no one expected him to win. After he came off, we're like, it's over. He just crushed. I crushed. I cannot wait to explain to Ashley who this fucking guy is. So you you would hate him. Yeah, you would fucking hate him. I don't I, like him, but you would hate him. I've never met someone who has a lot of real intense um, mental illness and a personality where you do not feel bad for him. Like that's yeah, that's zero empathy for him. It is one of the. You're just like fucking hell. Like you're just like whoa, what a cock. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Just a he had a weird like be in his bonnet about me as well where like he occasionally would just send me twitter dms out of no like we hadn't spoken in like a few years well he did go nuts the one thing is he did have a break like, he broke with reality he was sending messages to the comedy store and junglers like they literally thought they were conspiring like, you like he went fucking off the deep end and of course okay, by I, the way, I didn't know that i just i just didn't oh, like no, no. him Oh no, he went woo! Like it was one of those ones where, you're, like, he was like, like, call, yeah, calling the comedy store, accusing them all sorts of things. Like, oh no, it was bananas. There's like Jeez. a period of time where he was commenting under every Chortle article. Like you could tell when he was awake because there'd be like just, and like, 
I think him and Trevor Crook went back and forth on the bottom of one of the, like there's some chortle article where the two of them got into a Facebook comment spat. Oh my God. 2015 in British comedy was a real wild year because like there was no, there were no villains. It was just insane. Like it was just so competitive. Every spot felt like you could be replaced by like 80 comedians Everyone was out of their fucking mind. Everyone was trying to do the, like, your Edinburgh show has to have, like, it was the most everything was everything. Oh, my God. It was, looking back, it was like, oh, what a weird time to be there. That's so fun. I had such a different experience of it. I was just flying around. I was just roaming around doing my thing. And everyone that I was working with, I was, like, friends with, like, Garrett and Pierre and stuff. And they were both, like, you know, nervous and, and ambitious and stuff. But because England didn't have anything I wanted, I was just kind of... Like, I was sad because I thought I, I should get more than I was getting, but I wasn't like, oh, where's everything coming from? And I got to follow. I was just like, I'm just going to do my show. And <laughs> I just, Mine was, I just wanted to keep, I just wanted to earn enough money that I could eventually move to the States. So I was just like, mm -hmm. can I go on TV? Because I would like to make 1,200 pounds in one day. Like, that was my entire yeah. reason for being there. Like, I was like, do you want to be on Have I Got News for You? Couldn't give a fuck, mate. I think Ian Hislop looks like a weird hedgehog, and I guarantee Paul Merton sucks as a human being. But, uh, yeah, 1,500 quid to sit next to an old man who goes, oh, he was a seal, it was a sausage. Yeah, I'll fucking do that, no problem. That's what I, that was my whole. So that's 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 the gap between where John and I were stand-up-wise, is mine was piecing together one-nighters in the middle of Kent <laughs> and Sussex, yeah. just trying to make enough money to not die. And uh, I, so the idea of doing TV wasn't even in my in my head. There was no show I wanted to do, and I didn't think in 2015. I think I was still with our my first manager. Yeah, so I was I was with them and CKP. That was that yeah. period of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she wasn't getting me anything. She didn't. She's the one that openly said, "I oh, I my you. dumb brain doesn't understand your comedy, but my smart brain knows it's good." What a fucking wild thing to say. That's absolutely insane to say to one of your clients. Oh my god. What? Yeah. Oh yeah, no, it's just insane. It was one of those ones where it was just like looking back, it was just too much loyalty. Someone that was so helpful for the first two years, it was the most the, the biggest fucking 180. And it was just I should have just just too nice. But you know what? You learn these lessons, and I have you never do. Never fallen for that trick again. That's the thing. I, mm -hmm. I remember learning learning in therapy. I was like, oh, I always feel bad about that. And he was like, well, you've learned that. You never will make that mistake again. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so true. <laughs> yep, you're free now. He's <laughs> like, no, very nice person. Good luck out there. Not my future, though. See you. Bye-bye. Oh, my, my family. Bye -bye. The weirdest one is with, uh, the even weirder one was with Christian at CKP. Who later I can't I I don't know why I'm telling this story on a podcast, but it's so weird. Which was he was saying to other comedians he represented, he's like, "Oh, John, he's the one I call the one that got away." And I wanted to be like, "It's not got away, is the one you didn't do anything for two years, up until including I changed our contract and he didn't even read that, so I could just leave." Like, what are you talking <laughs> about, buddy? Like, what? It wasn't it wasn't like you like we we had communication issues. It's like the only thing I you got me was I got me it. And then you just took credit for it, but I asked. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So weird. Well, Appreciate mine, every so uh, every every meeting I had with Emily, our first manager, was um, an hour of her telling me how well John was doing. I was doing oh, well. God. I, <laughs> and I was like, have you gotten anything? Like, we go for a coffee, and she would just talk about how great John was doing. 
And then I'd be like, anything for me? And she's like, no. And I was like, why are we here? What are we yeah. doing? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? That's insane. Oh, my God. Yeah. By the way. That is that's a real by the way there's a real shared trait with a certain i don't know what it is in ireland but paul byrne was also loved a larry dean and i used to occasionally just let each other know the nice things he was saying about us because there's no way he would say that to our face and we'd literally be going in windows being like i think i'm about to fucking bomb i don't think the show is good this is psycho won't say anything nice he's being so critical and then you have to text larry he's like you won't shut the fuck up about how good your show is. And you're like, you saw this guy with me. Do you know what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah, we made a fucking agreement where it's like, all right, we just around the middle of July, we have to just. And then he sussed it out and started being positive around that. Time. <laughs> really confused us even more. What the fuck? I'm, I don't know what the Catholic Church did on that island, but my God, like, hats off. You don't want to know. Oh my God. Mm. He just, it's like the evil. How do I say this? There's got to be a German word for how impressive is this evil and its effect on people. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a real... Um, <laughs> um, I don't know how to phrase it, but yes, Irish people struggle with praise. Mm. No. Giving wow. and receiving. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, and that's something that I inherited from my Irish coded, mother. Thanks, Ireland. Language. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. No, the entire. Oh my God, that entire Ireland. Just you're looking nice. What? What do you mean by that? What the fuck are you talking <laughs> yeah. about? What do you mean by that? That's as a as a like reaction to how bad it was when I was a kid. I now just give compliments all the time. Any, any time I see something, I just like stopped a dude in the street the other day. That's who looks fucking amazing. Good job. Uh, people at work, I'm just like, yo, you crushed that. Great job. At all times, just laying out compliments. If anyone gives me a compliment, I just shut down. It's the easiest way to get me to stop talking is to just say something nice about me. And then I can't, I have to just. It's why the, the trend. Because I don't want to, I don't want to be like, fuck you. But that's because that's rude. But it's why the transcript of Chris's divorce proceedings actually are very bizarre because it's just him trying to work it out. And then when they get into an argument, his ex just goes, That's a very nice beard you've grown. God damn it. <laughs> you know, I have no counter to that. And he just storms out. <laughs> I did sneak a compliment into one of the podcast descriptions and you fully picked up on it and called me out on it. <laughs> it was very nice. It was. And look yeah. how awkward you are, even now that I've brought it back yeah. up. <laughs> Here's my question. So it's the summertime. You both are single and as always looking to mingle. Yeah, wrong one. Wrong one. Hang on. Single and, looking, <laughs> single and looking to mingle. Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> wrong one. Wrong one. Let's do this one more time. Single and looking to mingle. Okay. Yeah. It's not yeah. the one I was going for, but the bit is done. Um, <laughs> how is our singling and mingling going, Ashley? Let's start with you. Has I'm anyone... so ready. I'm so ready. Just like come at me, please. Um, <laughs> because I'm so I'm so fed up. I'm bored. I the nearly almost the the 
date that I wasn't sure if it was a date. Oh yeah. It still might be happening. I don't know. It's I, I'm just like, can can it just it either it's either gonna happen or it's not. And that was just, weeks ago. Yeah, that was exactly. Weeks ago. Ashley, and, it's, and I'm just like, fuck. Actually, let's speed this up. I want you to write in a DM to him right now. Let's see that dick, bro. Or just come at me, bro. But like, spell come the cool way. Spell come like the cool way. C O M E. And then I got a text last night. Uh, I got. I think I got a booty call while I was on stage last night. But. <laughs> but I um, was on stage, and uh, they're in a different city, and so. Um, I just no. <laughs> that one. That's the one I want. <laughs> and so I was just like, "Well, no, I'm not." When you say, "Was it a booty call?" Because I don't, I don't know. Sometimes you. Okay, but what was in the booty call? Because as we learned with your dating DM, you are somehow not good at picking up the most like subtle. No, this one. Up. This one, I was. This one was a. Uh, is it too late for you to come through to Edinburgh? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's yeah, that's that is. Call. That yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah there's yeah, no shades yeah. of gray there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, no. And I just said, Why do you miss me? <laughs> Good response. Oh, that's a good I response. love, I, I think the way that I heard you say that, and I think is part of <laughs> from knowing you, is not like, Why do you miss me? It's like, Why do you miss me? <laughs> yeah, it's much more of an accusation. <laughs> Almost like angry. <laughs> why do you, why do you miss me? What the fuck is wrong? <laughs> I um, yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite booty call I ever received was uh, a lady once texted me the word booty call. I'm like, yeah, that's good. That's right there. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's I like that tactic. That is good. We should set up like a, a booty call alert system. Like, you know, when there's like a, a, a national, a natural disaster coming or like a kid's been kidnapped and then your phone oh, goes yeah. like, like we should have one of those for when you get a booty call. So the whole bar knows how popular you are. That's true. It, I think also just, you should get cab priority because certain we all know that booty calls have a bit of an expiration date. Like it's one of those things where you got to move. You know what I mean? Like the house yeah. is on fire. <laughs> but like... <laughs> Let's go. It should be an option on Uber. It should be an option on Uber where you can scan the booty call that text, send it, and they go, oh, we got to They just wipe their whole queue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You immediately just, uh, shoot to you. Yeah. A guy with a lot of, uh, with gelled spiky hair pulls up in a Tesla, and you're just like, yeah, this is the guy. Yeah. Playing a lot of real, yeah. yeah. Playing some drum. Let's get that dick wet, bro. Let's go. Chris, <laughs> do you know what music they'll be playing in that car? Some drum and bass. Oh, drum and D-bass. <laughs> yeah. A callback. That is a, a callback? That is a midweek callback. Everybody, that is a, a midweek callback. Actually, it's time for the midweek callback song. Oh, it's terrible. What a terrible So weird. Song. Matchbox 20 has a new album out. No, they I think there's something about one, you saying Bell terrible. Bell One has a new album out. Who does? Oh, that, that'll probably Bell be good, one. though. It's really good. Say that name again. <laughs> Bell X One is my. She's told us about this band so many times. So many times. Actually, Chris I, still hasn't listened to them. Your music. I, I think I listened once. It wasn't for me. It was good. It wasn't for me. 
I want you to get more into country because I think country will help. I want you to get. Into I'm country. getting so into country. Really I'm really, really, really there. Are you gonna Blaze Foley, right? Are you gonna have some Blaze Foley? Dust yeah. in a baggie. Dust in a baggie. Oh, such a good song. Lily, Billy Strings, Town Vanzant, Towns Van. I can't say his stupid Town name, Van but Van. I do enjoy his music. Blaze Foley. There's been a few more that I can't remember the names of. Off the uh, somebody sent me today um, Viagra Boys. Oh yeah, of course. Is that like an offshoot of Come Town? No, they are just a fun band. They're a fun, okay. silly, angry punk band. Okay. Um, can I say this about uh, all? Uh, are you gonna, are you ready for this? All country male country music singers look like they're dicks. Stink. <laughs> Except Keith Urban. Keith Urban's got a pristine penis. I disagree. I feel like no, that he's. No, I don't no. actually agree with that I either. Feel, he, <laughs> he's too put together. It's no. all, I think he spit shines it every morning. He just buffs it. Yeah, but it's that's taste. not clean. Exactly. I think it's it. hotel. It's hotel room clean. It looks clean. But it's not but under a black light. Disgusting. It has the smell <laughs> of freshness, and you realize he put Febreze on his balls. Like it's one of those things where you're just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Hotel room fresh. I'm so that's I, I like that. I like Seriously, that. Like like I really, movie. I'm quite oh, proud of this analogy. You should write <laughs> it down. Very much. Yeah. It's very good. It's very I good. I think I should write it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want Ashley that. on stage at the Glasgow stand. I want you to point at someone, a man in the front row, and be like, "You look like your dick is hotel room clean." Yeah, <laughs> and he'll be really proud, and then you'll explain, and then his girlfriend will be like, "Yeah, yeah." <laughs> I actually really want to do that now. Yeah, you should. Very funny. It is very funny. Oh, oh! I have. Do I have a new bit? Yay! I might have a new bit. <laughs> Um, the bit, the bit that I came up with out of that silly little crush I had, have have it's ongoing. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, yeah. But that bit, <laughs> that bit has just become a staple in my set now, and I fucking love it. Regardless nice. of the crush, the bit is just great, and I really enjoy doing it now. The best feeling, the best. Yeah, I kind of can't wait to tell him because I feel like I'm just going to tell him that that the bit. Is is there? Oh, you have a huh. <laughs> interesting. Ooh, um, you should you chat. should do it. You should do it on your um, when he's in the room, and then point at him. Have a have a lighting cue set up <laughs> so it comes yeah. to him. That's and the then... one. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> And just fun. watch him shrivel up. Yeah, just also, absolutely disappear. Would he shrivel up or would he be one of those people that would kind of secretly love it? Both. He's oh oh both. He'd just quietly love it, but he's British, so there's would no yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. If you oh. guys end up making pancakes, if you know what I mean, uh will you say the bit whipping the, the cream? In the middle of whipping the cream. Will you be will you say the bit in the middle of preparing the batter? I think I will enact the bit. Oh. <laughs> I haven't heard this bit, so I'm now I'm really curious as to what what's the fuck happening. Yeah, <laughs> what's happening? With, what was with that hand finger gesture when you went, I will enact the bit? You looked like you were about, you looked like you were about to, you were like, you were going to uh, triple bean a man's asshole. And then when you were in there, you were going to. <laughs> what does uh, that even mean? Three fingers. I don't know. 
three fingers. It sounds like something that should be a Canadian saying, but it's not. It's just John. That, you're absolutely <laughs> correct. It should sound like a Canadian saying. Holy fuck, Gary. What happened to fucking Gord? His fucking wife triple beamed him in the fucking booter, and he's been in the emergency room for a day and a half. Knocked out by a triple beaner. Job. Buddy, what is this? He'll never be um, able to drive the fucking Zamboni. Go ahead. I'm freezing quite a lot, so I'm going to just leave and come back in. Cool. Oh, yeah, that was such a delay. Goodbye. <laughs> Ashley doesn't know that we were just quiet for a second. That's great. Yeah. Either way. Uh, that's that's a fun game. Should we just should we, every time she says something, should we just like sit quietly for two seconds? No, that's and then respond. I'm not gaslighting someone. <laughs> no, that's a fun prank. That's a fun prank. That's what everyone says about gaslighting. That's a... it's like I mean it is fun, but the uh, no, it's like it's like when you're on a cell phone and you're like home and you make like static sounds. It's just a fun. What's fun Tech though, is problem that prank. what happens with cell phone noises anymore. I like people have occasionally done that. You know what I mean? Where they like you hear it's like just fucking hang it up. That's how cell phones don't work anymore now. You just stop talking and then click. Like, yeah, I, drop call. Drop yeah, call. Drop that call, baby. So you're no longer working at the bank. We were gonna start this subject somehow 32 minutes ago, and here we are. So you were working yeah, at a, a bank in the bar, a bar in the mm -hmm. bank. Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing with you, whenever you get like jobs, is they always start like this. It's an amazing opportunity from a friend I knew a long time ago. It's steady income. Best thing I ever wanted. Can't wait. And then like two weeks in, there's always like an additional detail drop where it's like, oh, as it turns out, uh, I have to start every day by letting a man in a full clown uh, outfit and wig um, uh, squirt mayonnaise into my mouth with a water gun. Like, and it's just like, it's, I don't know why I got to do it. And I got to tell you, I'm not loving it. And you're always just like, how have you ended up in this situation again? Like, there's always yeah. an undiscussed detail. Well, it's it, and it's never one that you would think to ask. Like, the problem with the bank one was that they hired me as a bartender and then didn't have a liquor license. And I've never thought to ask if a restaurant had a liquor license that was hiring me as a bartender. Because That's why good. would they do that? Well, it's because why would they ever do that? You're being hired by a bank, and if the one thing that I've learned in my adult no, I was being hired by a by a restaurant group, a very successful restaurant group that was running a restaurant inside a bank tower for executives. These guys run; they have thirty restaurants and four event spaces. They are awesome, and so why why would I ever assume that they didn't have a fucking liquor license? So every time I show up, it's like you never ask. Oh, will will I have to start the day uh, with a man in a suit shooting uh, mayonnaise into my mouth out of a super soaker? You wouldn't think to ask that. <laughs> and then you show up, Chris. You clearly do not live with anxiety because you'd be impressed with the things that I think to ask. Uh, excuse yeah. me. If there was a situation where there is a man trying to piss in my asshole in the restaurant, am I allowed to say? punch him in the face left-handed even though i'm a righty and then when their eyes stop glazing over i just realize i'm not going to get that job mm. yeah i don't uh i mean the new place that i'm working at is like fine uh the money's good shifts but like management is terrible and they're run by like there's this guy that's at the top of it there's like four managers and he pits them against each other in this weird machiavellian gossip train I and hey so it's bad but like Canadian fine <laughs> industry it's always like this 
actually it's always like this it's always there's always a guy named like robert and he's 40 and his girlfriend's 21 oh melissa just gets me does she does she robert yeah. i met her when she was uh, in high school working at the hostess stand and then you know we became friends yeah friends was it robert you were friends you were friends. and then all of a sudden when she was legal she was your girlfriend weird yeah. weird the timing's crazy yeah. it's weird that you have a roommate and you claim like to have so this. much money you fucking oh god all of your suits are from h and m you know what i'm saying the, did you ever see the movie Waiting? The, that like early Ryan Reynolds movie? Uh, sir, I, oh. went, I went to university with someone who was an assistant on that film. Ooh. So it, actually, it's, a, it's about working in like a crappy little restaurant. Um, and every character is like an archetype of the service industry. And it's perfect. No, it's perfect. Like, it it's, really a, it's, it's it. a silly movie, but they fucking nail the archetypes and all of it. And the one that really drove it home was the manager played by Rob Corddry, uh, who it was Champ Kind and Anchorman, mm-hmm. the sports guy, and uh, he, There's him no just hair. No oh, I thought I thought maybe sometimes you know something sometimes something slips in. Um, <laughs> you know she thinks it's going to be a drama about uh, Walter Cronkite. Um, it turns it turns out it's the opposite. Um, Work. <laughs> but uh, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's just this like middle-aged sad dude with like a tiny amount of power that's absolutely gone to his head, hitting on a 16-year-old that works at the hostess desk openly and confidently. And it's like, yeah, I've worked in a lot of those restaurants. A lot of them. Of course. Oh, fuck yeah. It's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Our, our, Our hostess is this like badass trans woman who is i think she's like 21 or something and so watching anyone try to flirt with her is hilarious because she's just very tough <laughs> I, uh, it's not the like impressionable young woman that they normally keep out there as bait uh this lady, this lady will fuck you up hey a uh, friend of a friend was a bartender in toronto and she's like uh, much like chris was a real journeyman bartender in her 20s so i like, can just sort of gets those jo- like those jobs where it's like it's two people working the whole joint they make a shitload of money and you just need to know how to make every cocktail and there's no thinking and the other bartender at this place was like a ex-reformed like heroin addict but was like an utter like a absolute brunette 10 out of 10 like just like and kind of looked a bit ditzy but like was like an ex gutter punk junkie so it was so funny of like you just watch these like bay street bros it's like hey little lady and just like i'll fucking kill you and you're like oh yeah <laughs> let me explain something to you queen's university um that look in her eyes is not fear of you it's fear of what she can do to you so like, yeah, yeah so. the switchblade is already in her hand yeah yeah switchblade <laughs> yes she hasn't needed to use a knife in years she's gonna use these hands you know what i mean like, uh I'm so happy I do not live in Toronto where so many of those guys just live. Just a fucking, just a man who hasn't had a solid shit in 10 years. He's really into the Toronto Argonauts. Actually, do you know what the (laughs) CFL is? Do you know what that is? Do you know what the nightmare? Okay. Do you think the gaw is bad? In Canada, we have a six league football team and they play on a giant rectangle. Six team. Six team. Is it six teams? Oh my God. We've lost some. Um, It might, might be seven across the country. It is awful. It's worse than a beer league. 
It's so embarrassing. For a lord, large part portion of it, there were two teams called the Rough Riders. Seventeen league, two Rough Riders, Ottawa, two Bareback Bandits, Ottawa and Saskatchewan. Still, and yeah. they're still called the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. And so it's a yeah, it's like it's American football, uh, but with our own rules because we got to be different. We changed okay. and. Um, I used to buy tickets to go see the BC Lions with my brother at 7-Eleven. They cost $5. And uh, we just went because it was something to do when we were teenagers. And um, the quality is not very good. They make no money. Uh, it's where The Rock The Rock was in it. Dwayne The Rock Johnson was in the he CFL. Was. Uh, he, was a, he, he was on the Calgary Stampeders, and he was so broke because they didn't pay him. He used to show up to meetings that he wasn't involved in just so he could steal food from the buffet. What was that noise? That was a car. In Toronto or Glasgow? Glasgow. I don't think it was a car. <laughs> <laughs> was it a clown honking yeah. a nose? Ashley, did you, uh, Ashley, did you fucking It clown? was. <laughs> Oh, you froze so bad. That was so amazing on my end. I just, it's like I, I froze really badly. Okay, yes. I'm freezing. I don't know why. It's very I think, frustrating. I think it's because have, even your computer wants you to go to your show, but we've yeah, only you, got four minutes left. How about we've you? Only go, got four minutes. You go, your makeup looks is, incredible, I wanna, by I the way. Hear, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, hang on. Let's get a proper look. You know, oh, I've got, it's really purple, glittery. Smoky eyes. Uh, yeah. You look like a real. Lady who hangs out with a hacker in a 90s film. That's a comedy. Yeah, you could be played by Winona Ryder. Oh. Well, I'm also I'm going I'm going full I'm going full showbiz mode this evening. I've got um a really fun sheer blue and green top. I'm wearing a corset. Um <laughs> not a proper corset. What's it's happened to like standard comedy? Anything, but it's just like this it's it's really jazzy and fun. It, I'm actually nice. this is an outfit that I'm going to take my new headshots in, and um, bright blue, bright blue trailer trousers, which are slightly too big for me because I've lost a lot of weight recently. What are trailer trousers? Congratulations! Congratulations! Tailored trousers. Tailored. Uh, yes. Can um, I say this, and this is what I love about my life and stand-up comedy, is that there is a situation that is very possible that you, Andrew O'Neill, and John Robertson could all be on the same bill and dressed exactly the same if you're wearing a corset and a sheer shirt, and I just like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was quite funny. <laughs> three people with three different gender identities all dressed. Me and, me and Amy thing. Matthews turned up turned up dressed exactly the same last night oh did you take a picture yo yeah chris forbes took Good. a picture of us it's on my instagram story let's go, I'll go check it out <laughs> it's it's quite funny <laughs> which one is chris forbes the one who looks like he's just a bit sick is that the one? Oh come on it's the british comedy industry you gotta be more specific no but this is so. chris forbes well he's the guy that he did. Uh, he did the. He's on Scott Squad, and he did those sketches with Judy Murray, where he pretended to be the third Murray brother. That's really bad at tennis. Nope, no idea. Never, right. never heard of any of those people. He's but he a very is, big deal in Scotland. He is who oh, okay. I thought he was. He's a really nice, wonderful man. But yeah, no, he looks. That's exactly who I thought that was. Mm. I confused him with Chris say? Thornton. Who the fuck is Chris Thornton? Is it Chris Thornton with the mustache? Who's that one? Thor Chris Byrne. Beth? Thorburn, Chris Thorburn, yeah, yeah. 
You very and funny Chris Thorburn would get along very, very well. I like his tweets. We had him on the show, right? No, we asked him on the show and he never made it. And then I forgot to go back and arrange it again. Ah, gotcha. Well, I like oh, his tweets. Yeah. Makes me laugh. I did some he's, show. I, he's I very did. funny on Twitter and he's 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 also just very funny in real life. He's a really, really solid person. I did some nice. shows, with, shows with him at the Monkey Barrel when I was there on Tier in Fiam Yoramai. I hated every way you pronounced those words. It was terrible. Yeah. It was uncomfortable. I wasn't sure if it was actually my freezing warping it or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, he God. sounded like the prince of a European country that doesn't exist anymore. Died of inbreeding. Yeah. Uh, Austro-Hungarian Empire or something like that? Yeah, something gross like that. Man. Uh, we, have, we, haven't, we haven't started the show. Oh my god, again. I, we didn't start we the show. We keep forgetting to start the show, oh, we're guys. so bad at this. Jesus, this so isn't even a bit. This. this is not a bit. We just forget. <laughs> Shit, it's been a while. That's what I thought. Uh, uh, isn't that fun? Wasn't that fun? So worth it. Well, let's let's start the show as we always do, and then immediately end it, uh, guys. Um, thank you so much. We will definitely try and get you a Patreon episode soon. We're trying to be better with this. We're sorry. We suck. We love you. We're trying to be better. We're gonna. Ashley just froze. That's the best. We're, we're gonna do Patreon episodes. Our our intentions are good. Yeah, we do have good intentions, but that's how you get to hell, Ashley. That's how you get to hell. What a great so... way. To what a great way to end the show. That's how you get to hell, Ashley, and... Deuce on Bone. Oh no, the Canadians are coming. Chris, John, and Irish Ashley Find to make the ultimate team Better than any wet dream Welcome to the untitled Twitch stream John's the CEO and Boomer. This is the start again. Ashley's the real leader. No, we still didn't start the show. The vibes and no, we just got raided. As our yeah, enjoyment increases. Welcome Jesus. to the Untitled Twitch Stream. Now the show is over. Are you happy? I'm happy. I have, to get a, I have to get to a gig and I want to hear about that secret story you put in the chat. Oh, yeah. Let me tell. I'll start telling you now.